Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, did you see the uh, poll out that says that 75% of Democrats don't want Biden to run again? Jack? Well, 55% of Republicans don't want Trump to run again. And there's that poll out of uh, New Hampshire that has Keith Buttigieg leading Biden by a single point. It's within the margin of error. But still. Still, it's, it's, it's interesting. But Biden also got shellac in the primary four years ago in, in New Hampshire. And, and Buttigieg did pretty well. So it, I, I think it's obvious the country wants to move beyond both of these guys. Well, maybe they want somebody who's not 75 to 80 years old. Yes. You know. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I think so too. Only 31% want Biden to run again. We do have Mark Caputo, formerly of the Herald, of course, and political, now a national political reporter for NBC News. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark A. Caputo. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning. You've been evaluating polls for a long, long time. At this point, you see any surprises as potential candidates we may not have considered yet? You know, because uh, there's this poll out that says that a majority of uh, Democrats don't want uh, Biden to run again. Well, yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, the reality is, is that whenever there's a midterm, the incumbent president is always like becomes unpopular for some reason, except for like 2002. But, you know, the thing is, is there's this famous quote that Biden popularized that Obama used, which is compare me to the alternative, not to the almighty. And the question is, what's the alternative for Democrats? And that's where they're really divided is, you know, it depends on who would run. Michelle Obama comes like in second in some polls to Gavin Newsom in first. Kamala Harris comes in third. But then you start to weigh out who would really run and what would the, the mechanics of that look like. And the reality is, is like, except for like 1972, Democrats have had a tendency to always nominate the vice president right. or former vice president of their party who runs. In addition to that, black women are a stalwart base of the Democratic Party. And once you start to getting to the run of states from South Carolina on, there's a heavy population of black voters. That's what carried Joe Biden over the edge. You yep. put the ingredients together, and it still looks like Kamala Harris would be the favored. But, you know, that's if Joe Biden doesn't run it. And yeah. the reality is that this guy spent 50 years trying to become president. So if he thinks he, he can do it, he's going to run again. Yeah. Now, that's a big if. Yeah, it sure is. Hey, uh, Charlie Crist versus Nikki Freed for the Democratic nomination for the governorship of the state of Florida. It seems the Democratic... Uh, Machine is still backing Charlie Crist, uh, even though he's got some real negatives. Uh, what's wrong with Nikki Freed? You know, that's a good question. Um, when you do ask Democrats, like, hey, what's wrong with Nikki Freed? A lot of them say, look, she just didn't do the work. In 2018, Nikki Freed uh, became the only statewide elected Democrat right. when she won the agriculture commissioner you know, post. Mm. But she didn't kind of put in the work, didn't, didn't basically take control of the party show up all the time, endorse and support Democrats, and then just sort of expected that the gubernatorial nomination would be hers and created the space for Charlie Crist to arise. And that's in, in the eyes of her critics. In the eyes of her supporters, there's a lot of sexism at play. Uh, one of the oh. interesting things that I'm just telling you, one of the I interesting know. things that I, I wrote about, uh, you know, for a story that we published yesterday is that Nikki Fried is a pro-choice, longtime uh, Democrat. And two organizations de- dedicated to electing abortion rights women 
uh, Emily's List and Ruth's List, are both not endorsing her, mm. and they're not saying why. Uh, the Ruth's List, which is kind of the Florida version of Emily's List, was founded by Alex Sink, who was the last woman to get elected to statewide office in Florida in 2006 when she won the CFO post. Right. Uh, she, she has endorsed Charlie Crist. Mm. And there are a number of uh, Democrats who are like, look, we think both of them are going to lose, they say. And right. Republicans believe the same thing. So if you have a party with a significant portion of its voters, its elites, its consultants saying, we need more women in office, we need more women to run, we need more women uh, to show up and vote, we need more women candidates, their failure to endorse and support Nikki Freed is causing some problems. People are saying, hey, we're not living up to our values. Right. And that's not just Nikki Freed supporters saying it, like Donna Shalala, for instance, who actually helped found Emily's List in 1985, the former congresswoman from Miami. Mm. She, she doesn't understand it. Nan Rich, who ran against Charlie Crist in 2014, she hasn't endorsed in the race, but she saw what it's like to be a woman to run against Charlie Crist when you, know, you have all of these uh, pro-progressive policies and Charlie Crist kind of waltzes in and wins the establishment support and then you know, goes on to win the primary. Crist in 2014 lost. So there's a lot of hand-wringing over it. Yeah, it sounds um, like Right it. now, the polls do suggest that, that Charlie Chris is going to win yep. uh, the primary, but in the general, you're going to have trouble against DeSantis. Yeah, sure is. Hey, uh, President Trump's golf courses are hosting some Saudi-backed uh, the uh, live golf tournaments. Uh, and look, a lot of people are getting heat for, like Charles Barkley said a fam- uh, the other day, because uh, you know, they're going to offer him a ton of money to be the commentator for the network. Um you know, why don't you people worry about human rights in this country before you start worrying about anything else? And uh, does anybody really care about this? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, the 9-11 families do. You know, Saudi Arabia had, had a major role, uh, from what we understand, in, uh, you know, or some elements of the Saudi government had roles in supporting the 9-11 yeah. projects way back when the United States still hasn't declassified all the information. But, you know, this raises a good question. Is like, at, w- at what point, is it okay to take Saudi money, and at what point is it not? I mean, the reality is a lot of our gasoline comes from you know, oil that was mined in Saudi Arabia. And as Donald Trump's political advisors have pointed out, there's a lot of Saudi sovereign wealth fund money that's pumped into various organizations that sponsor the PGA Tour and PGA of America events. So yeah. it's okay to, for them to get money from – these event sponsors who get money from the, you know, investments from the Saudis, but it's not okay to just have an event directly sponsored by the Saudis. Yeah, I find it very hypocritical and, by a lot of people. I just do. I just, yeah, there's a, correct. There are a lot of a lot of people who see it. Uh, the reality is, is this: is the is the PGA PGA Tour and like kind of the golf establishment doesn't want new competition. Of course, and they Saudi don't. Arabia is doing that now. There's a good argument to be made that that Saudi Arabia is what they call sports washing, trying to improve its image. Uh, through sports, but in America, that's the way you do it. And boy, if you got a guy like Charles Barkley, he's he's probably the one who's going to deliver that that blunt message. Yeah, he will because he Charles doesn't Barkley. care. He doesn't care. He the really round will. mound of yeah. rebound is yeah. now in golf. So. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> hey, thanks very much. Uh, we appreciate it, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. You take care now. Thank you, man.